What's up, everybody? It's Chris here. Been a minute. I've been having some health issues, but I am back, and I'm joined by a very special guest today that I'll get into in just a minute. In this episode, we're going to talk about how VVMCP was delayed from somebody who actually hosted the uh, the community update that talked around this. We're going to be talking about how the Trump NFTs made millions uh, on the Polygon network and some major Web3 news. So without further ado, I'll go ahead and bring them on up. Welcome to the channel. I'm sure you're already familiar with them if you're subscribed to my channel whether that be following me on Twitter or following me on YouTube. But the man who needs no introduction, Kyle Wilson. What's up, man? How's it going? Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks for having me on. Bro, how come on your channel you look like you're like above 1080, but when you come on my channel, you're like filming with a potato? <laughs> I think it's um, just StreamYard like down, like downgrades the quality a little bit. Dang, uh, man. Yeah, well, I'm typically like running OBS, so it's uh, like 4K or 2K or something like that. So, yeah. Yard, yeah, it's just these platforms typically have like their limitations and stuff. Yeah, man, you're in the three-digit mint right now, bro. You're not running a 4K, you're running like 400. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I blame it on on uh, Streamyard. So. Oh, Streamyard. We can we can mix it up next time. So this isn't mine and Kyle's first hoorah. We've done like probably four lives together. Um, it's been awesome every single time. Uh, I'm thinking that we need to make a podcast, man, because we talk about a range of topics driving from, of course, a lot of uh, VV stuff, talking about just things that are happening in crypto, things that are happening in NFTs. So I don't know, maybe if anybody's interested, definitely like leave a comment below now, below or later. If you think we should do a podcast, you know, kind of cut these episodes into like their own podcast to listen to. Would you be down to do something like that, Kyle? Yeah, totally, totally. Um, it, people are saying my screen is black. That's weird. They're say, they said they can't see me. Let oh, man. Me, uh, I'm just faking it. Uh, Kyle's not really here. It's uh, just somebody with a with a voiceover or the voice changer. Yeah, uh, let me. You can leave and come back. I don't know if that'll help or whatever you think. I'll go ahead and look. Yeah, at some some people yep. in the comments just want to say hey too. We got SoCal homies, sup fellas. Uh, I sent you a gift recently, SoCal. So I don't know if you got it, a little Christmas present. Uh, but be checking out about that. Blockchain Comics said, "What delays we going to Moon Baby?" I'm actually going to talk with Kyle about that. Uh, Kyle is the one that streamed the entire thing. Uh, you look a lot better now, Kyle. You went from like 400 to like 720. You know, you did it really? Did it change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're solid 720 now. I can actually like see see you smile. I can see your oh, that's weird. Background. Uh, oh, that's really strange. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say hey to some people real quick. I got Tito. Where's Kyle? He's here now. Yeah, I see that they're saying black. Um, JTAO. So yeah, man, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, just kind of like talking about some of the things that happened. So recently, whoops. So recently, uh, VV did a new thing to where they did spaces, like introducing the team. And I saw that you actually live streamed the whole thing so that YouTube could also see it opposed to just Twitter. I've been down for the count these last few days, so I'm not going to lie. I haven't been able to listen to it yet, but apparently there's a lot of things that came out of it. Uh, one of the things was apparently an MCP delay that I want to ask your opinion about. Um, other than that, I just heard F you, Alex. I don't know. Some, I guess some <laughs> random, account, random account just got up there. It was like, F you, Alex, and got down. <laughs> uh, you just want to talk a little bit about that uh, VV Chats meet product director, Mitch, and uh, like what you got out of it. Because, again, I, you know, we, we literally watched you watch the whole thing. So kind of your thoughts yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. Um, I mean, it was for me, my expectations were – um, more about Mitch and his scope of work and what he's working on in terms of the roadmap. Um, and, and basically what he talked about was essentially in the beginning, at least just that, like the scope of his work, what he's doing. 
um, and kind of like laying out some expectations as, as well, um, which were good. And then he started getting into the nitty gritty, man. And that's when things kind of went, in my opinion, kind of went sideways a little bit, not going to lie. All right. So I think VV knows it went kind of sideways as well um, with a couple of nons hopping up there and, and, and Frank, of course, but um, can yeah, you, then, real quick. Can you tell us how it went sideways or are you about to jump into that? Cause I, again, I wasn't, I haven't had time to go back and listen yet. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So the rando jumped up up there. Well, first of all, they, I think they talked about, I'm I'm not sure when they talked about the delays. I can't remember if that was before or after, but, um, I'll kind of recite what I remember from it. Um, was, yeah, the rando jumped up there and, um, well, I think, no, Mitch probably laid out timelines first so that he mentioned, you know, the development timelines, you know, how they try to lay them out and certain milestones with deadlines and they go by um, a week per week basis or something like to that degree. Um, and he basically just said there are some issues that w- uh, came to the forefront. So they had to push back, you know, MCP by um, a cadence of a couple of weeks or a few weeks instead of like months. So he said the time horizon for that is just pushed back by weeks and not months. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, that's, that's kind of what his verbiage was. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it wasn't bad. I didn't receive it as bad, but the uh, the community, some community people did. Um, you know, they're like, oh, you know, more delays, uh, and you know, the flood cycle ensues. So, um, yeah, I mean, he 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 was pretty transparent. So it, it's not like it was an entire you know L. It was um, a big W in terms of there's somebody there taking care of development timelines and roadmap. So uh, in terms of that that's something you want to see in a project you care a lot about. Yeah. So I liked it um, in terms of that, but that's kind of when it went a little sideways um, with the rando coming up on stage. Um, they picked him and yeah, I was like F you Alex or something like to that degree, yeah, um, which right. was, you know, that's it happens. That's it's, all that clip. <laughs> it, it spaces, it's going to happen. Yeah. And then Frank kind of cemented the the uh, the sidewaysness with uh, you know his comments about you know which to his his credit um, I think his concerns were you know the handling of artists so maybe not the pr- maybe best way to bring it up in a space but mm. nonetheless like he did have a, maybe some um, valid points there of maybe bringing on him as an advisor, possibly, I don't know, or maybe consulting with him. He didn't say or pitch that. He just mentioned like, Hey, um, people are DMing me about the lab. It's like, what are we going to do about this? Like, what are like, you know, do you guys have a program for artists specifically? So we can lay out our like roadmap essentially, or our program to our, you know, people that are excited about our lab. and our, um, you know, artists such as himself and Jermaine Rogers. Um, and so he kind of brought that up, but the way he brought it up was kind of like weird uh, in the sense that's like, maybe that's not the appropriate space to bring it up in. Cause yeah. we're talking about like, you know, Mitch, but uh, it was interesting nonetheless. And I, I think maybe Frank had some valid points about, you know, VV handling of artists, maybe programs, things like that. Um, so it's not entirely like, I don't want to discount Frank at all. Maybe not the you know, best place to bring it up, but at the same time, um, maybe should, they should smooth, maybe you should smooth that over a little bit. So Mitch kind of, you know, smooth that out with Frank a little bit. Um, and then they just answered more questions from the audience. I think one guy was like a support ticket question. Like, what am I going to do with my account Two FA issue? 
um, and some other random randomness aside from that. So that was kind of the meat and potatoes of the mm-hmm. whole space, I think. So, yeah. So Frank took an opportunity and ran with it, but it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. It was just kind of like a, hey. He took, a, he took a, a stab, pun intended. Uh, okay. So it was pretty harsh. Like, like, would you say that it was pretty like, like some, it, it's kind of weird to me that it wasn't handled, like already handled behind closed doors. You know, why, why he would have to get up on a space and talk about it unless it was just for attention. Yeah, I don't know. It could be, it could be one or the other. Frank comes from um, Clubhouse, which is a audio you know know it's like people yeah it's it's twitter spaces but not as good (laughs) right right well well, to people that might not know um clubhouse is like you know like twitter spaces but like just an app by itself so frank came from that and i kind of wonder like i don't know if he knows the etiquette of spaces and the differences so maybe that's what it was like he thought he was comfortable bringing it up in maybe like a space he thought maybe the space was more chill quote unquote and I think maybe that's why he brought it up there because he's like, I'm buddy, buddy with Vivi. Maybe I can bring up, you know, anything in spaces. But this was more of a formal space, um, as we all know, in spaces. And maybe yeah. he didn't know. I don't know. There, there's just like too many unknowns there. Um, but it was interesting nonetheless. I mean, it was some excitement that, you know, we some drama, you know, I was like, Ooh, yeah. what is that? You know, something to do in the bear market, I guess. I don't know. I wonder if they're going to um, try to close the spaces more in the future after this, you know, kind of like uh, gate it a little bit more or something like that. But, I, or they, they, maybe they like the spice and maybe it was like, okay, more people are talking about it. I don't know. I mean, it could, yeah. Like it, it could be one of those things like, you know, any press is kind of good press and maybe that actually helps Frank who knows. And maybe that yeah. helps independent artists and, Maybe people like turn their heads again and Frank runs kid robot. Um, he kind of knows what he's doing. So I, if I was V I'd smooth that out with Frank yeah. for sure. Dude, and I he probably does have relationships with other artists. Too. I don't know if I've ever publicly said this. Um, I had, uh, Oh, what's his name? A huge artist, like musician that was almost willing to come on my channel because he was such a big follower of Frank Kozik, but he had, he had some underlying issues with it as well. Uh, God, I can't remember it. It's like it's like a significant band. Uh, like everybody would would know it. But it would been so, huh. no, it have been so cool if I could have got them on my channel because like you know we could have we could have talked about Vivi and this this they have millions of followers. Um, so that would have been really cool. But uh, yeah, they had a little bit. There was some some underlying drama. Um, with that, sorry, I'm I'm trying to look it up because I can't remember. And yeah, it's but telling me that I can't remember, but yeah, <laughs> blockchain comics says Frank was boss takes no BS. Yeah, I mean he's old school. He's he's an older guy. Um, that's that's just my how he runs stuff, and and you got to respect the guy. I mean, um, again, maybe not the best way to bring it up. Uh, maybe maybe a DM could suffice, but um, yeah. who knows? I mean, it is what it is. I I, I mean I'm like, you know. For me, it's not my cup of tea bringing it up, but at the same time, it was interesting. It was funny to to hear that. Um, and you know, Crank had a point, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm like undecided on it. <laughs> I can honestly just like change this whole title and just be like, Kyle Wilson says that Frank goes off on VV. And like, Frank goes ballistic on yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the title after we're done with this episode. And maybe people will actually watch it. Like, oh, maybe what? Frank would watch it. I think Frank, Frank would watch and, it. <laughs> Frank and BV drama. I need to go. I need to go watch that. Um, cool, man. So if, if anybody wants to watch the full thing, um, it's Kyle did stream it on his channel. 
Um, it's under huge VV roadmap updates imminent. Um, and it has, as you see, hour and 12 minutes. Uh, and it goes through the whole, um, it goes through the whole thing. I uh, reacted to Randy at the very end too, because Randy um, was streaming, I think too, but he reacted to, <laughs> he reacted to the rando guy. So I like reacted oh, to funny. it, just kind of laughed about it. Reaction but... to your reaction. I like your little yeah, B roll right. over here, man. Like your little side camera that shows like what else is going on in the house, man. That's Thanks, cool. man. Thanks. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna. Man. Hopefully one day we'll have like the entire office just decked out like a stream office like uh, you'd see on big channels. But that's like long term vision, long term goal. Yeah, dude, we got we got kids to like who like take up our space and our rooms and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe that's, you know, I've been flirting around with maybe like an NFT dads podcast or like I'm sure crypto dads is already a thing. Uh, I don't know. Some type of like parents and crypto and NFT content, man. I don't know. There's uh VV Bros. Yeah, we could do VV, VV Dads. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're the dads. We're uh we're, we're granite uh Web3 dads. Yeah. <laughs> Web3 dads, yeah. If you're not a parent, then you can just be our kids or you can be our dad, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jeff can be our dad. <laughs> oh man. So there's a lot of other stuff going on. Uh the VV MCP delay a couple weeks it sucked i, I uh socal said it uh earlier uh it just kind of sucks that it happened at the end of the year i feel like if this would have happened like a month ago you know it'd been like okay cool we're still getting it by end of the year i feel like it's that psychology you know of like really wanting something big to happen by the end of the year and even if it is just a few weeks it's kind of man you know we were we were kind of lingering about this all 2022 and that'll really wrap up 2022 but i don't know man i go back and forth because like I'm not quite a well, I'm not quite. I'm not a dev at all. Uh, I've done a little bit of studying on JavaScript and Solidity, um, but like bare minimum. Uh, but like I hear a lot of times, like you never know in tech, um, you know what could go wrong, and for deadlines, and it's super hard to hit. But I see people like you know your favorite person ever, like Alex Becker, and he's like, dude, we haven't missed a deadline in ten years, and if I ever hired a dev that missed a deadline, we'd fire him. <laughs> like I'm just like, okay, well. Uh, if there's truth, which I'm sure there is, I don't know why he'd lie about that. Then okay, maybe maybe devs can complete things on time because I just feel like in the Web three space, it's just like assumed that things can't be done on time. But like, what if what if they can? You know, it's, I don't know. It's it's a psychology though of like um, it would have been a good way to end the year. But in hindsight, like a couple weeks isn't really that big of a deal. It just kind of sucks because like people were like being led on about it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's something like. Uh, and I'll say it publicly is like, we needed Mitch like a year and a half ago or a year ago. Um, and that, then I think things would have fell into place a little bit more. Um, I, I think there's a new CTO maybe. I don't, I can't recall, but I believe there is. Um, and, you know, I think we needed those hires like last year, but it is, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, we, well, we're here, here we are. Um, now now it's we're seeing progress it's just later than what we wanted um and i think that's where people are kind of like in the middle where it's just like uh like two more weeks like here we go again um and it like you said it's like the psychology thing but yeah socal omi homie said frank 100 brought that on himself though he was the one who floated breeding labbits vv discounted the idea early on so yeah again that's a good point i mean frank did mention publicly without consulting with vv um, without VV making any kind of announcement. So yeah, you be the judge on that. So that's pretty interesting. That's a good point. Yeah. 
Cool, man. I, I think we've hammered that, that topic in. And like I said, <laughs> we did, we did. I had to bring it up though. <laughs> the the breeding want, of the labbits, man. It's if, just if, so goofy. <laughs> if people want to see the Frank and the uh, VV drama firsthand, go check out Kyle's full recording. So on to I'm the gonna react. Thing. I'm going to react to our own video, this own stream right now. <laughs> hey, what kind of coffee are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking Hidden Grounds. Oh, okay. Who's that? <laughs> uh, it's by a gentleman named Chris Coffee. Hey, that's his that's his real last name. He was like it, born yeah, with the last name coffee. The, dude, the post office literally asked me, like, when I ship off coffee, they're like, Is your last name coffee? And I'm like, <laughs> No, I don't want these people, these randos know my last name, like Kyle. Look, they know your last name. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm doxxed. Um, yeah, man. So uh, for the audience, uh, real quick, this next subject, I just want to say on my channel, I'm not political. This channel is not political. We talk about it from an NFT perspective, uh, an NFT market perspective, and a trading perspective. Kyle can say whatever he wants because he's a guest on this channel. But from my perspective, this is not political. So, Kyle, I have a question for you. Will Trump make NFTs great again? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no. Um... You know, I, there's been lots of controversy around this collection. Is it AI? Is it fake? Is it real? Um, oh, yeah. One thing's for certain, it's done really well. I mean, if you put 90 bucks into this thing, it has made you money. Um, oh, yeah. So you can't deny that. So I debated to mint this or not. Because I was like, you know, it's the first NFT of, of a president, which, you know, Trump... FA, FA president, bro. It, exactly. So... Um, to Trump's credit, that 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 is what it is. It is what it is. Um, you know, if this was Obama, I would still consider buying one. Or if this was Trump, I'm still considering buying one. So either president, it doesn't matter. Whatever party, I would consider buying it um, for that reason alone. So because I want to make money, <laughs> like so. Um, you know, this one again, interesting collection. Um, I ended up not minting one. I was like, ah, it's 90 bucks. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to even sell out. It did um, to my shock and my my surprise, and it did really well. So maybe I should have listened to my gut there uh, for the pure flipping uh, potential of it of it there. So, Bro, hey, that's, I, that's a Christmas present right there. I flip it. I make a Christmas yeah. present money, buy my gift uh, a nice present a nice for Christmas. One, yeah. yeah, dude, I made a short about it and a video about it. And I, I was on Spaces with NFT Now, and they always ask for your alpha call at the end of the night. And my alpha call was that the Trump NFT, if it gets close to selling out, then mint some. Because if it does sell out, it'll probably fly. And I got really sick that night. So I wasn't able to actually make the play. But I woke up the next day to it selling out and then it being 0.18 the next day. And then after that, it just kind of like shot up. Um, but yeah, there's 45,000 of these. Um the reason I didn't just buy blindly originally is because I didn't fully trust it. I still like, I know Trump has that video um, or he has that video, you know, and then there's that like uh, that part on truth social where he's like talking about it. But I also saw like in the terms and conditions that it talks about how th these rights are owned by NFT LLC Inc or NFT Inc LLC not affiliated with Trump, just being able to be used his likeness and his image. So I'm still kind of thinking that Trump just endorsed it and maybe got a paycheck from it, but he's still not like behind the project. Like, it's not like it's, I think, to my knowledge, I don't think it's like Trump's project. I think it's NFT Inc. LLC's project that somehow, some way they got Trump to endorse and then it did well. Um, but 
from an NFT project standpoint, everything was so gimmicky. It reminded me of last year when projects would first launch, when everybody would buy everything because it was very much like, hey, buy for a lottery ticket, you know, buy for a ch- I literally bought projects like this, buy for a chance to win a Lambo. That's what you got with this. If you, if you bought one of these, you get a chance to have a gala dinner with Trump. You get a chance to have a uh, golf round paid for at a really nice course. You get a chance, thousands of prizes, you know? So like, it was kind of gimmicky, like to be honest. And then if you owned like a certain amount of them, you would get a guaranteed stuff. Uh, so the mechanics were, eh, you know, they're okay. But because it was affiliated or possibly affiliated with the president, obviously it just like flew through the roof. But yeah, man, it um it flew to like 0.7. And I mean, was, uh, you could smell a pump and dump from a mile away. Uh, currently, while we're live right now, it's sitting at a 0.25 floor. So um, 0.25 for those that are just kind of familiar with USD is around $250, $280. But we were looking at a, at a 0.7 floor, you know, not long ago. So this thing, uh, this thing did a steady, or went, it went up and then just went almost back down. seven, almost 7,000 of ETH volume, which is insane for Dude. like a couple of days. Not, that's not bad. 7,000 with, with a 10% creator fee. That means 10% of 7,000 uh, in ETH goes back to the uh, project. So they made a ton in secondary revenue uh, off this project. Yeah. If, if I'm that project, I'm just keeping that ETH for when it pumps again, when the ETH pumps. They'll make they'll, yeah well like if let's say they get 10 percent of that 7k you know and you're holding on to the eth um and then eth pumps like in the next bull run you know that's that's all i'm saying if i if yeah. i was them i'd be holding on to that eth for the next bull run um or maybe i'm going off in the stables and watching eth drop a little bit more and then get that's, my eth back so that's the mistake people made which granted we're a lot lower now but projects that sold out in january uh held on to their eth thinking it was going to 10k uh, but you know, ETH went to 1K, you know, and then they they collected at 4K. So they they technically got an upfront revenue of like, let's say one million dollars, but then their ETH went down, what 80 or however much percent. So now they owe the taxes up here, but they have this much money because they didn't convert to stables. But right now, it'd probably be the opposite problem because like we're we're already pretty low right now. Pretty low, yeah. The at, at most, I mean, if you got into stables. Um, you could maybe get a 40, 50% discount on ETH. I, I don't think it goes that low though. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, man, overall, this is a, this is a cook. Uh, this is a good opportunity. There's a lot of money made. Um, uh, there's an alpha group. Uh, I'll go ahead and just share this real quick, which I mean, I don't love like when obvious plays like alpha groups brag about them. Cause it's kind of like, okay, anybody could have called that from a mile away. Um, but People made some serious money. Let's see. NFT. Yeah, I mean, if you bought a bunch of these, you're essentially just printing money. And if you got like a really rare one, yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, some oh, of these, fifteen ETH, for, bro. Yeah, some of these sold for quite a bit. Here, let me. Uh, I got this pulled up. I mean, the the chances you get a rare one is not that high, but still, you never know. I mean, that, yeah. that that's a that's a big come up. Yeah, ten. 10, 15,000, you know, all the way to $23,000. Like that's a big deal during the holidays. I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, that's your holidays right there. Um, even really? if you're just doubling your money or like tripling your money on that $90, that's still, that's still double, you know, that's still nice. That's still nice. Yeah. And these were sales at point, the highest ones were 0.21. It's currently, it's at a floor at 0.25. It got all the way up to 0.7. These people still made 23 grand, 14 grand, 11 grand. So 
there was still a lot of money to be made in NFTs during a bear market. You just really got to be looking for it. And obviously, like, it is all a gamble at the end of the day. But the president won after it was found out that, like, there was a president actually behind it. That was kind of an obvious cook. And a lot of people slept on it, including us. Um, but, you know, there'll be more. There'll be a lot more. But this just shows that, like, things still run. There's still volume. Oh, another thing is this did pump liquidity in the market. And it was on... Um, it was on Polygon, which I didn't love. The uh, see, you see, it says chain Polygon. Uh, the on ramp to trading on Polygon isn't really easy. Like I, I, it's that's what a lot of people just got too lazy. I mean, even people that are like decently tech savvy, if you're not familiar with Polygon, it takes you like an hour to like set up Polygon wallet, get Polygon in there. Uh, especially when you're sending it from some things. I read something the other day. Somebody tried to load up their Polygon wallet from uh, this is a long time ago from. Uh, uh, one of the exchanges, what's in it? KuCoin. And they said it took four months for it to transfer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it took it took four months for their Polygon transfer. But I was reading other people, you know, it took them hours to bridge Polygon. So like, it's bridging not the Oh yeah, bridging Polygon last year was even slower than this year. So last year it would take like hours, like half a day or whatever. Uh, now it takes like 30 minutes. But yeah, last year it was horrendous. Um, yeah, Polygon is definitely not the be- the most user friendly, which surprised me. Like so many, I, I mean, I get the tech is good, their BD team's really good, but um, I- I'm very curious to see them stress tested with a lot of projects on their chain as well, um, and how the market reacts, like in terms of mainstream. And hopefully, they'll have like the mainstream tools and on ramps that like Immutable already has. Um, and I- I'm curious for Immutable too, see mm-hmm. how stress tests they get uh, during a bull market. No, absolutely, and if they succeed there completely agree i think another thing that's important to uh note before we move on from this is uh even though there is I, I read a really good tweet the other day even though there's forty thousand five thousand items um and we could actually look at the chain to see like how many wallets that are a lot of these wallets are newbies that honestly just don't know how to trade so like i i think somebody actually had the analytics but like almost like half of these wallets only have one nft and it's it's like locked in a wallet that only has one nft so in other words <laughs> like it was just some newbie that bought it just to buy, which is okay. I mean, that's great. But like at the end of the day, like when you're looking at it, you almost like need to mentally cut that supply in half. Like instead of 45,000, I mean, it could really realistically be around like 20,000 available. And now that 20,000 available, you know what? I don't, I had never even looked at the holders. Um, but yeah, 15, 15,000 owners. Holders. Oh, okay. So 15K. Exactly. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, like right here, right here. Yeah. Like you mentioned, if, if some of those own two, and then, as you mentioned, some of those have one and they're like locked out because they, they don't even know really what NFTs are or how to sell it. Yeah. Then you could cut that down even more. Exactly. So the supply is really like way smaller than it seems on paper. So that that definitely played into this volume as well. And people were bored, dude. Like they wanted to throw their money at something. So like that was a really good opportunity. Because like, as you said, like uh, I had it pulled up earlier, but there's even like, there's clear signs of the the art being stolen from like fat. That's kind of a stretch. I feel like the um oh wait, hold on the the fashion thing, but some of them's pretty clear. This is the watermark from um uh what is it called? I don't know. It's a watermark from another company, which is right here, but it's exactly the same little symbol. And I saw a lot of them that had like they still had the Adobe um like logo on the the nft itself. Like it literally says Adobe in the background to where they like try to edit things out. Um so like this. Like somebody got mad, like because they thought it came from a political perspective. But when I first covered this, I was just like, "Dude, 
the art's not good like it's like like it's not like i don't i like you said i don't care if this is obama i don't care if this is bernie i don't care if this is whoever the art wasn't good it's nothing to do with who's behind it uh it was just like not the the pro the mechanics of the project was a little gimmicky and then the art was stolen um but i mean it did well for some people and there was you maybe at the end of the day like unless it's like obviously stolen from an artist um like maybe just it's just utility backed is good enough you know like because that's huge you know especially for somebody who like would love a dinner uh, gala with Trump. Like, I mean, that's a pretty big raffle for the NFT space um, to be able to buy that. Or if you bought 45 of them, I think, if you bought 45 of them, you get an automatic uh, dinner with Trump, uh, something like that. But yeah, anyways, that thing absolutely cooked. That's what happened last week. If you missed it, uh, I made a couple of videos on it, a couple of shorts on it before it even sold out, uh, after it sold out, and then kind of talking about everything around it. If you want to check those out on my channel. Um, we'll move on to the next topic. Uh, we got some major Web3 news this week. Uh, lots of different things. I'm going to go ahead and talk about the one that's an easy bridge from this. Is uh, This happened today, Kyle. Um, uh, Polygon Wallet, uh, par our Polygon partners with MasterCard to create an NFT debit card. So you can like put your, I mean, it's not the newest thing. I guess it's just like easier integration, but you can like put your NFTs on your debit card. So, you know, you can put your little Trump NFT on your, on your debit card if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i don't know if i'd want to do that um but you know if i did um people would know at the at the pump or i guess at the gas station or grocery <laughs> store that you you know you're you're into that um and, and stuff like that so i know some people might want to do that but uh <laughs> yeah very interesting but it's cool it's cool uh yeah. I, I i don't know if i'd want to put my nfts on there like if i did board ape if I'm an ape holder, um, I'm probably not putting a board ape on my credit card uh, to show and flex like how much money and what NFT I have because I don't want to get like robbed. But, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I might put a fiche on there. I don't know because nobody knows what a fiche is but me. And I, yeah. think, I, I might think that's cool. So uh, kind of cool, you know, a little gimmicky, but yeah, not bad. I do want to pause real quick and take note of this 16 watching and only three likes. If you're watching this, please like it. Helps with the algorithms, helps get, get us out there. Appreciate it. And if you're not subscribed, subscribe to my channel, subscribe to Charles, Kyle's channel. Helps us out a bunch. Very bigly. Like <laughs> it. Very bigly. Very bigly. But yeah, I completely agree with you. Back to it. I completely agree with you. Um, that inexpensive NFT is just like begging somebody to rob me. It's like pulling out thousands of dollars of bills and being like, hey, look what I got, you know, and I'm, I'm going to pay yeah. with just this. Um, but yeah, don't I, mind my basic credit card, you know, it's like, don't <laughs> now, you know, you, now you might follow me home after, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I do. I do think it'd be cool to put like just empties that mean a lot to you, like whether it's art or whether it's like some other projects. Um, like I have these um, art would be cool. Yeah. Art, regular art. Cause it's also like word of mouth, man. Like it sounds so like cultish, but like people are going to ask, Hey, what's that on your card? And you're like, Oh, that's an NFT. Oh, that's cool. You know, maybe you can have a conversation about it. Uh, that's kind of my, my take on something that I invested in a while back. Uh, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, it's like a very like bizarre looking, uh, are you a shoe person? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I bought a really bizarre looking NFT that like grants you these shoes when they drop. So like these shoes are like obviously like stand out, you know? And like my whole point of wanting to wear them is like, I want to like people to be like, what are, what are those? And I'm going to be like, Oh, actually 
I bought an NFT and this is just part of the utility that came with it. I got these airdrop to me basically for free. You can argue that I paid for the NFT. So I paid for the shoes. Um, but I also still have the NFT and I still have any future utility that Puma drops. Uh, this is not brought to you by Puma, but it can be Puma if you're watching. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know, man. Like it's it's like a little weird evangelical approach to NFTs. Like I do think just like friends, family, neighbors, um, community, like hearing like about it more so than just pictures will go a long ways. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely word of mouth. Um, can, you know, bridging digital to physical and vice versa. I think that's huge in Web3. I've always kind of said that for the uh, since, you know, being a part of the VV community. But um, yeah, I think this is an easy way to bridge that, you know, like you said, like word of mouth and, you know, IRL and getting the conversation started like, hey, how'd you get that? It's like, oh, actually, I owned a digital asset or otherwise known as an NFT. And it can actually bring you, you know, in real world utility or AKA free shoes. So um, it's a great conversation piece and it's also a flex. And it's also like when the metaverse actually rolls out a flex there too. So it hits two birds with one stone. And I think that's a, a great um, strategy because, you know, NFTs are pretty low cost for the most part in terms of large brands. And I think this is a perfect way for them to um, combine and bridge the two different worlds together. Yeah, dude. Like, imagine, like, so I don't remember how many of these shoes are dropped. I think it was 4,000 total split between this shoe and this shoe. Let's just assume that it was 4,000. I could be a little off, but like, it'd be cool if only 2,000 of this shoe exists in real life and in the metaverse. You know, that way, like, if my metaverse avatar is repping this shoe, people know, oh, there's only 2,000 of those. Same thing with real life that for shoe collectors doesn't even have to be in NFTs. They'll be like, yo, that's a cool shoe. Like, you know, like, and they'll want to ask about it. I'll be like, well, there's only 2000 and most of them are probably already in people's hands that are never going to sell them. So, I mean, I think the shoe alone is going to be worth a lot. If, if NFTs die tomorrow, which we both know they, that's not going to happen. This shoe I think would still be valuable. Cause like, again, it's a very, it's a custom made shoe by a large brand like Puma. So, you know, I'm, Oh I'm, yeah. I forgot the Scotty Pippen shoes dropped today. Um, I was considering buying one. There were, there was only like a thousand of them and they do. Um, I think a minute amount of holders get like the physical um, it's all totally random. And then another set of holders get like a lot or like a smaller percent gets a lunch with Scotty or something like that. Yeah. So those I are kind of cool too. I saw a meme about that. I'm, I'm about to pull it up. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, just talking about here it is celebs coming into the NFT space. Scotty Pippen's entrance to web three Tweets about interest in NFTs is number one. Number two, follow multiple influencers. Three, pretend to care about the space. Four, launch a project. Surely this one isn't like the rest. <laughs> yeah, but I, I will say there's only 1,000 of those. Um, and those are will be compatible with like all metaverses. So I do like that one specifically because it is Scotty Pippen. Um, it is tennis shoes in the metaverse. And you do get a chance of getting the physical so for that reason, I actually do like this one um, yeah. versus like a higher edition. If it was higher edition, um, like 5K to 10K, I wouldn't even consider it. But yeah. the fact that it was so low, uh, low amount of editions, I actually do like it because, again, when Scotty Pippen passes away, everybody's going to remember that NFT um, of Scotty Pippen. And everybody will always remember They're, Scotty they, Pippen. They've two, they've two X since Mint already, and I just minted out today. So yeah, and the point four floor they meant it at point two. That's and when the or some bucks, 
Yeah, and when the metaverse becomes more uh, relevant and at the forefront of people's minds, um, these shoes will probably matter a lot more when that happens too. Cool, man. That would have been a good play. I, I didn't really know about it until I read that, like some tweets this morning. But again, because again, his legacy is intertwined with MJ. So, yeah, um, for that reason, you know, that's that's a that's an actual collectible right there. Yeah, that's that not makes, just that. That's sense. just not a celeb uh, play. But in my in my opinion, that's a coll- actual collectible, um, and not just a like a utility sneaker for the metaverse. That makes sense. I was seeing if anybody. I was looking at wallet activity real quick to see if anybody notable bought them, but it doesn't it doesn't really look like it. Lots of things are being bought today that are just like junk. <laughs> yeah, well, those sold out too. So um, a yeah, lot of yeah. things. I, I noticed like Orange Comet. They're like one of those like you know uh, NFT agencies that like you know help celebrities launch. Not all the projects they launch, I don't think, have been successful. So. Um, this one did well. I think it was because of the lower editions and it's Scotty Pippen. So I think that's why this one did well. But they've done like, uh, I think Kyle Bush or whatever, the NASCAR guy. I don't yeah. know if those sold out. Um, there's, there's a few of them. I don't know if that sold out, but uh, I, I'm signed up on their email list. So I get all their like emails and all that good stuff. And dude, honestly, the space is so small. Like if, Unless it gets influencer attention, it's not going to get other attention. So, like, even like bad publicity for this probably helped it. Like that tweet I just showed you. Like, I, this is actually the first time I saw it. Was this like this guy kind of like making fun of it? Thread guy is actually pretty funny. Um, so yeah, I mean, any publicity is good publicity, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it, for Scotty Pippen, it's like, oh yeah, like it sold out. So he's probably like, yeah, this is cool. Um, so for him, it's increasing his brand awareness and. If he decides to launch like a S or like another collection of Scotty Pippins, maybe he starts his own uh, small custom shoe brand. So we'll see. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, there, well, there's a comment real quick. This is kind of funny. Uh, Blockchain Comics says, "Who remembers exactly a year ago? ETH was at all time highs and MTs were popping, but you didn't, you didn't sell." <laughs> nah. we've all been there, man. We've all been there. Uh, everybody has pain, you know, from that, which I think kind yeah, of brings nope. together. I don't think anybody thought it was going to correct that bad and nobody thought like we'd have bad macroeconomics. So everybody was like, yeah. Oh, it's going to, it's going to continue. It's never going to go down. Like we're only going to go like 45 degree angle up forever. Like metaverse is going to launch like next year, bro. Trust me, bro. <laughs> and obviously that's not the case. Yeah, dude. I mean, like you said, we couldn't have really predicted a lot of factors. So, I mean, we could have predicted like, Things are going up a little f- faster than they should have, but other than that, like <laughs> ma- macro factors happened, and I mean, most people didn't sell everything. Honestly, the people that are still, a lot of people are still here, like the most got free. Some people lost so much they just quit. They just left the space. Uh, I mean, there's more tragic stories, but yeah, they just like don't don't trade NFTs anymore. But uh, yeah, I, I was gonna pull this up real quick. Uh, Blockchain also said this is this is uh, Hugo News is very big, and I agree. Uh, Hugo Labs names Activision's Blizzard XX, um, <laughs> XX, uh, as new CEO. So, um, I'm just gonna go ahead and read this. It's Daniel Allegre, I probably said that wrong, will be taking up the position in the first half of 2023. He's the uh, he served as president of chief operating officer at Activision Blizzard, the gaming company behind global hits, uh, hits like Call of Duty and World of Warcraft. Uh, yeah. So in statement announcing his departure from Activision on Friday, he agrees he's very proud of exceptional work of his dedication to the team's company brought by the gaming space. So 
And then it goes on to talk about the other side, which is the game that they're making, uh, the MMORPG, the massive multiplayer online role-playing game connected to the Board Ape uh, Yacht Club ecosystem. Uh, he will help accelerate these efforts in a press release uh, shared with NFT Now, which is pretty cool. NFT Now is, I actually still run their Twitter spaces. Uh, NFT Now is the one that sponsored the event in Miami that I went to that in real life event a week before getting my gobbler out, and I was so sick. But NFT Now did a great job. Shout out to Matt Dev and the other the other founders at like renting out that space in Miami and putting on a great event. Um, Hugh Lab says brings brings deep expertise in the areas that are critical to Yuga's ambitions for immersive Web three world. I don't know about you, but that's incredibly bullish in my opinion uh, for the Hugo ecosystem, for the NFT in general ecosystem, and specifically for the other deeds other side. What do you think? Yeah, this is bullish for the the base holders for sure and the landowners. Uh, because they're getting somebody there in there that has a lot of experience in gaming, um, specifically Blizzard and Activision. Um, I, I've, you know, grew up on all the games from those, uh, from that studio. So, uh, yeah, this is very good for them. Uh, good for the space as a whole. Uh, even Kieran, who has been very skeptical of Basie just on what they've been doing, um, even tweeted that he was excited about this. So, um, yeah, there's general excitement, I believe, in the space, uh, the Web3 gaming space specifically, about this move into, you know, this specific news. So um, I'm excited about it. Um, curious to see what they'll do. They probably needed somebody with high level experience to build something that truly is mat- that matters for gamers. And that's yeah. going to be a sticky experience because a lot of these platforms or games, um, just what we've seen in the past two years has been... Um, just just uh boring games and like terrible games and just games that don't really matter um and we we have very few to really choose from um and or there are a lot of them they're building and we have yet to see kind of um, an alpha beta or a full game launch and we're still waiting on a lot of the games so um long term this is exciting and we'll see what happens and um i think web3 gaming is the future so yeah, man, you make a lot of content on Web3 Gaming, like more than like almost anybody I know. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with Kyle, he's done multiple streams on Alluvium. Um, I know you've been talking. Uh, what's that? Uh, I, I'm forgetting the name of the games. There, there's a you've recently yeah. been talking about Wag Me Defense, but uh, there's another one, another shooter that you you played a lot of. Um, there's there's a few. Yeah, there's like uh, Midnight Society, which is in uh, an alpha. I, I, I'm part of Midnight Society. Yeah. Are you part of that? Yeah, yeah, I've I've known about it since the before they launched. Are, are you a holder of the Founders Passa? Yeah, yeah, I bought I didn't one. Didn't know that. I didn't. I tried to get on there. Well, I I was in the running to get a to mint one for free, but yeah. I, I didn't get selected. I don't remember. Um, if, I mean, what it was like fifty bucks or something like that, right? It wasn't bad. Uh, I don't remember, but I minted mine. I, I paid for it, but it was like stupid cheap. It was like fifty bucks, I think. There's a there's a few games I've covered. I mean, there's Phantom Galaxies. There's um, yeah, Imposters. Didn't play that. There, there's one specifically that looked really cool that you played recently, like maybe like a month ago. There's, uh, I mean, there's a lot. There's EV.io, um, which is a basic I play, browser. I played I play that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, basic browser. Um, there's Call of Duty. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't remember. I, I, man, I, I guess they, uh, I don't know. It'll it'll come to me later, but overall, this is I, I think this is pretty big news. Um, the other deed price didn't react that much, so it was sitting at a 
So like a couple of weeks ago, it was actually like 0.85 on Blur. So like OpenSea is just like one of many marketplaces, of course. I just use it out of ease for these live streams. Um, so like it's actually probably a little cheaper on this. You could probably get it on Blur for like 1.2 or something like that. But uh, this was 1.3 on on OpenSea like maybe a couple of days ago. Now it's 1.4. So op- it didn't really heavily react to the news. Uh, and even on Blur, it didn't heavily react to the news. That being said... Um, it's usually on like top traded. Yeah, it's got 216 Ethereum volume in the last 24 hours. Let's see in the last week. Uh, the, have you my, have you seen Gigamart uh, Marketplace yet? Elio just launched that one. I have not. I have not. I didn't know Elio was re- launching his own marketplace. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really clean. It's really fast UI. Dude, OpenSea is getting better though. Like, look at this these uh the sales data and the uh prices like everything like the sales right here like it's just getting a lot cleaner Uh, all that to say the price didn't react a lot my only like one of the reasons i'm still kind of like eh on on other deed is they still have 100k more to drop to my knowledge so like i mean that's a big supply bro like that's gonna double the supply uh because right right now there's like 100k items yeah there's there's 9999 so if they drop another hundred k, like, are these prices going to sustain? Like, I just, mm. I don't, I don't see it. But I don't know if they like. I don't keep up with the Yuga ecosystem, so like, I don't know if they went back on that or like, or like maybe it's not happening until like years from now. But either way, that I just know, I know the day I because I've actually been watching these for a while, and I almost bought them when they dropped to point eight five a few weeks ago, and I wish I would have. I would have probably paper handed now, um, on this news, but. All that to say, I know the day that I buy one and I spend one point whatever ETH that they're going to drop the other 100K and that these things are going to like cut. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I, I, I'm in the same boat. I'm waiting for this thing to drop again. I, I don't think, you know, if they're building like this big game now, they just hired the Blizzard CEO. I, I just think it's still going to take a while. And I still think there could be a dip in price just with global recession um, I just don't see how they could sustain if they don't release like some some sort of alpha or some sort of like hype to generate off of. Um, otherwise, I would expect these to to drop again. So, yeah, and yeah, ninety nine k land plots. That's that's quite a bit. I mean, you know what I've learned with sandbox is if you just held sand tokens instead of the land, you know, in the bull run, you would have made a lot more money just holding sand tokens instead of the land. So, Ooh, I, so maybe ApeCoin is the play. Maybe not other deed as far as like exactly advice, but as far as uh, like a a economic play, I guess would go. I, I, if you're if you're buying this for the game, then obviously like other deeds your way to go. But like if you're trying to like make a play, then maybe the tokens would would be a better play. Yeah, I mean land. We don't know. They don't. You don't really know what it, the land's going to even be used for. At least uh, I, I'm not super involved in that community either like but at least with alluvium you know exactly what you're getting with your land and that's i mean um the the price has been pretty consistent i mean 0.5 eth or so i think it might be down a little bit more uh so kaomi homie might have to let me know what the prices are over there but but uh they've been super consistent with uh the land price i don't know if you can hear my daughter by the oh, way oh good man i, I can can you can hear. you hear i can hear yeah yeah i can hear okay let me turn on noise reduction here um i mean and you know that's our our biggest topics uh again like kyle i i personally would like to do this more often just talk about 
the biggest news in VV, talk about the biggest news in the space and like what's happening. Um, if you guys like this type of content, I know I said it earlier, like be sure to interact with this video. Uh, leave a comment, not just now, but like after we actually upload the video and let us know like if you want us to do this more often. Uh, we did it on Kyle's channel last time, got some really good feedback. Uh, we're on my channel this time and I really am thinking about, I'm thinking about just making this into a podcast too for people that might miss Pump it, it. Might, might not care about like you know, the video. looking at your Subscribe. potato might not like look at your potato quality camera so potato. like <laughs> send us donations so we can buy better equipment this is asmr better equipment. asmr basic land sucks oh man that's I'm kidding um no i'm just saying i hope they they drop so i can buy one that's yeah no I, I will be looking at both of the token and the land and seeing what better value is i think the value is what people should be paying attention to not necessarily like oh land is exciting and it's metaverse like let's be real it might take a while for them to build a game <laughs> oh dude it's gonna take them a while but definitely bullish news getting a as somebody said in the comments uh web 2 ceo going full-time in web 3 like that is pretty bullish because there there's not that excuse of oh they don't know how to build a game like they're getting a ceo of one of the biggest gaming companies in the world to build their game so yeah like, they absolutely know like they're, they're gonna know how to build a game so like again that's yeah. bullish to me but what's not bullish is the fact that they might drop another 100k additions <laughs> yeah. yeah the thing with alluvium too is they ha i think technically they they're gonna they could drop like more land too um I, i'm just trying to like give everybody a full perspective of land and like actual like good land um but like alluvium they have like opted to like not sell land for a long time or they could decide since it is a DAO, they could decide not to drop land at all. So, oh, um, and cool. they've already publicly said that. So, um, it's positive for landholders now. Um, so curious. I don't know if Basie will do the same because they have like the, um, they have the uh, I guess like the first mover advantage type of thing, um, and people are just hyped for no reason about them a, a lot of the time. So, um, by the way, you're getting some nice. Yeah, uh, dude, your, your your subs are coming over to my channel. What's up with no. that, bro? This is this is Kyle. these are your subs, bro. This is these Kyle uh, subs right here, man. No, no. <laughs> uh, please don't click those links. Those are spam. It's Justin, Justin's burner account. I see him in the chat. Yeah, bro, it's his burner. Justin popped up on the chat, followed by a couple of those, man. <laughs> yeah, you can use this big. It's big. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's very big. It's very big. It's bullish, bullish for Web three games for sure. Would you say and that's that good for ecosystems huge. like Immutable X. Huge. It's very. It's very bigly. It's very huge. Oh, that's the last thing we could talk about because I know you know a thing or two about Immutable. Um, today, somebody I I don't want to say I respect, but he's a big name in the space. Uh, he was at NFT Now in Miami. Um, he he was a co-founder of one of the biggest blue chips in the space. Um, anyways, uh, enough of the introduction. I'm trying to find his actual tweet. Basically, he's he, he's getting back to buy Immutable. I, I know I sent you that tweet earlier this morning because me and you talk about Immutable all the time. But I feel like that's kind of bullish because anytime something like gets around in the space, like the right people, money pump, pumps in, dude. Like Alex Game. Becker, for for exa uh, example, Alex Becker and one other major influencer talked about Immutable when it first started. Alex Becker mentioned Moody. It Crow. was me. Yes, you you and Alex Becker and me <laughs> uh, talked about Moody Crows and talked about Astro Bros. And there was so much money that came into Immutable X. So like people will, like belittle how much like these these 
people can bring into the space. Uh, so anyway, somebody like Ryan Carson talking about Immutable X is, is pretty good. Oh, what the heck? Here we go. Uh, I guess he's talking about his, his, uh, his POAPs. Uh, you know the project you are second POAPs for? We just signed our first partner uh, at Immutable. So that's pretty big. And for yeah, those who don't know, um, uh, POAPs are proof of attendance. Uh, I shared a POAP uh, on one of my tweets. If you're following me on Twitter, if you're not, then dang, that sucks. Because uh, Kyle got like 50 of them, but they were wieners uh, from a wiener mobile. And uh, if you scanned the QR code, uh, if you're there in person or if you looked at my tweet, uh, you got a, a, a wiener drop. F.A. Wiener. <laughs> F.A. Wiener. So congrats to those that snagged one of those. Or hey, what's up, those. Sleeping Comics? Uh, more file, uh, Fire, Kyle and Chris, major influencers. You, uh, you know what it is, Sleeping. Um, man, I love Sleeping, man. I had a great talk with him at Decon. Amazing, yeah, dude. Yeah. Me too, man. Me too. Sleeping. Shout out to him. Thank you for coming by. He's been live streaming a little bit too. I've I've tried to stop by a couple of his live streams. But uh, what were you going to say about Immutable? Oh, um, yeah. Like a guy like Ryan Carson, Tom Bilyeu, um, you know, they, they can have a lot of influence. I mean, Bilyeu mentioned VV like once in his like podcast or whatever. And um, I think the VV market like reacted pretty positively uh, uh, to that. Um, but yeah, like you, you said, like in the beginning, Alex Becker, Becker mentioning, uh, immutable, um, at least when the market's healthy, obviously in the bear market, things are a little bit different, but even in the bear market, um, you know, when there's nothing to do and you're noticing more and more partnerships, like, and you're seeing the pattern that, uh, you're, you're seeing more projects move to immutable X, um, and platforms like immutable X. I mean, Polygon's cool and too. But um, this is really bullish considering that a guy like Ryan, who had success in Web3, uh, major success in, in the Moonbirds, um, is partnering with Immutable. And that's bullish for the ecosystem for platforms like Vivi. If you're big into Vivi, this could mean more liquidity in the ecosystem. And that's Boom. good. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. very good. And people always like assume I'm talking about the IMX token. That's not necessarily what I'm talking about. Like I'm always talking about ecosystem. Um, yeah. As you know, Chris... When you're on OpenSea, you enjoy like that macro NFT space because there's always like liquidity floating around if it's good projects. And that's what I really am like to focus on is ecosystem versus like focusing on tokens all the time. Yeah. Well, last year at this time, I traded on Immutable X like every day, dude. Like every night is my nightly routine to uh, swing trade or like trade immediately on IMX or to like find projects, find alphas and like tons of alpha groups. And then the liquidity left the market, you know, because like everything, out, yeah. everything dried up, liquidity left the market. And it was pretty much dead until um, uh, Gary V Book Games came back and uh, they kind of pumped some liquidity back into the market. And then it's been like up and down. I mean, actually, instead of just talking about this, uh, we are about to wrap up to uh, respect Kyle's time. We're going to try to keep this at the hour mark. I think we're, we're respecting like, Chris's time, though, more. We are just at that. Uh, I did. I just want to go ahead and show what I'm talking about instead of just, you know, so just like putting words out there um let's look at this yeah we want so, we want we want facts bro we need receipts so unique owners is going up but that also just means people can be stuck bag holding so that's not necessarily the best metric uh we're looking at trade volume um this goes back i mean right now we're at 365 million um trade volume in december uh, we had in November, we had 1 billion trade volume. I don't know what that was about. Why, why can't we go? Can we go back further on this chart? I don't like how it's only like not, sh it's not showing like back in January and stuff. 
Um, I'm sure there is a way, but I'll, I'll find out later. Maybe next time we can kind of go into this a little bit. I think more. those millions. Yeah. in the millions there, but I, I remember it was like, it was like in the billions for sure. And in, in January, December and January. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, God's so volume chain, like man, it, shout out to guys in chain. They're so consistent with their volume. Yeah, I did. I played it one time and it like bugged out on me. So like, I didn't play it again. Uh, but that's another thing. A lot of this volume is from gaming. Uh, cause like, again, like Kyle said, seven days, 30 days, the, all right, let's just take this. Um, the all time, <laughs> dude, this is insane. All time high volume, uh, on, uh, on God's Unchained is $116 billion. The more than book games, more, more than, than Gary V. More, more than book games. And then the closest one that even comes, cl- comes to that is I wouldn't even count a Mutaswap would be this like 9 billion, which is hero. You, you know, you're very familiar with with Hero, the the trading cards. You know, um. So and then Alluvium Land at eight billion. Shout out to Kyle for doing that sellout, uh, like sellout as in like you helped sell it out or whatever. Yep. Not not Muta swap. Not that you're sellout. Check out check out a Muta swap there at the bottom. Uh, Jin Jin, number ten all good time. Good morning from Australia. Good morning, my fellow Aust- Australian. I feel like all Australians love coffee. Maybe that's a stereotype, but like I have so many Australians on Twitter be like, "Yo, do you ship your coffee to Australia?" Just like, I mean, if you want to pay shipping, maybe, but I haven't tried that yet. Dude, I'm, I actually like Ember Sword. Uh, I saw some of the game footage. I, I kind of like that 2D like world. It look, it reminds me of like Pokemon, but like cooler. I don't know. I, I that that's one I have an eye out for. If Dude, it dips a, further, there's a Pokemon ish NFT coming out that I got some alpha on that we'll have to talk about next time we meet up on here. Is if it Alluvium? I'm just kidding. If this video gets enough interaction after it's posted with 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 likes and, and people and people letting us know if they actually like this style of content, because if people are just lurking, I'm gonna I'm gonna withhold so, that alpha. So Sleeven said, "I uh, hope you're feeling better, Chris. Always looking good." I, I have a theory that Chris was was lying. He actually got imp- he got fake abs put in. I think that's really what. Bro, happened. don't don't think- make me don't make me show you my belly button on camera, bro. I heard that's a thing though. Like you can actually. I didn't know, but I think you can actually get fake abs. Like, I think that's a real thing. I didn't know that till like a couple weeks ago. I was like, what? I'm having a nice, strong coffee. Yeah, I don't know. I know there's like the weight loss surgeries and I know you can get like a Sharpie and do it. But yeah, man, I got a, (laughs) I got my, I got my gallbladder sucked out of my belly button like a week and a half ago. And I had some complications over the weekend where I was at the emergency room and I'm not going to say them on air, but they were awful. Absolutely awful. Like one of the worst experiences of my life. I'm two days out of the ER and I'm feeling a lot better, good enough to be here. Um, so thank you guys for still being with me. I did lose a couple of subscribers while while freaking see, while in the we hospital. Need to track those subscribers while, down. Yeah, bro. I need to find out who who wants sub because like while point a finger at him. Like Check a fist. Chris usually posts more than this, so I'm out. And here I am, like in the hospital, like feeling like I'm dying. Like <laughs> dude, it, so it's bad. been a battle during the spare market, man. It's it's uh you know yeah losing subscribers like keeping content um try to, i'm trying to keep it flowing like not necessarily it's almost kind of like maintaining and i i still am kind of growing but like at a snail pace but yeah like if i'm not putting out content people are like unsubscribing it's kind of like cool dude. Uh, you're, over 10, you're over 10k subs now you're still getting good views good traction getting getting all kinds of stuff man i, I think you're that, killing it you're putting out strategy. more strategy than almost anybody i know in a good way 
Well, the strategy for me isn't necessarily like always do VV content in a bear. What's going to attract new subscribers to my channel is doing like maybe Immutable X or Web3 gaming uh, content. And then I'm still going to do VV content. um, But like as a content creator, you do have to mix up strategy, um, you know, and and I I have to fit it with what I love. I'm not going to do something like I'm going to do, you know, roadmap updates, um, you know, to me, that's not like exciting. And I I don't want to do that just to, you know, get my views up. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same way, man, for sure. But yeah, you're doing a really good job at it. Uh, obviously, everybody here is probably already subscribed to you. That's in this thing. But if not, you know, go check out Kyle's channel. Uh, I have it. I have it in this link on the YouTube. Um, Muchas gracias. Goes live almost, or goes live a lot. Posts a lot of videos. Um, let's see your short game. You did do some shorts lately. I'm proud of you. Uh, I saw your your Todd one was really cool. Um, Couple of them, yeah. I'm a shorts guy, man. I feel like I post more shorts now than I do. They're just so fun to edit. Um, and yeah, I, I noticed you're having fun with it, man. I, I like yeah. your shorts. Your shorts are probably uh, the funniest in the VV community <laughs> uh, and like the best. Uh, I haven't seen too many VV shorts. I've seen a couple, but yeah. uh, they're like more like super specific. Like the Todd McFarland today is that I, like, I don't know. It's not like funny and I like funny and shorts. I don't yeah, know I, like, I like to mix up my content, man. And like, just kind of be different in whichever way you know so that's that's kind of what i aim to do and i feel like with shorts like in the field we're in there's not like a ton of people doing it certain ways so i like to do it those ways i was interviewing people for a while and uh, i just noticed more people starting to do like nft interviews and i was like hey i was doing that before it was cool um, oh yeah yeah for that, sure that's been kind of funny watching people go like that um, it's easier to do these shows for me than to do like interviews all the time because it requires so much effort and then the timing and then like i don't know there's a and the video editing takes a long time so i try to like stay like i used to love interviews it just takes so much time though and like as you know we're both dads like it's just like kind of a time suck and i'm like i gotta i gotta watch my kids or you know i gotta go eat dinner with my wife and spend time with my wife so that's why this needs to be the nft dad podcast if you know if it's voted upon by by you guys also by the way if there's 19 of you in here i don't know how many likes there are because i don't have it pulled up but please be sure to like the video for the youtube algorithms interact subscribe to me subscribe to kyle much appreciated we love doing this and it helps if you support us in those absolutely free ways vote by giving a thumbs up Ooh, i need to do those for free you're so in on your um on your chat like you do like polls and stuff i need to start doing that you need to teach me man like uh, i I stole that from Paul Barron. Uh, Yeah, I I tried to involve chat as much as possible. Um, You know, always kind of from the beginning, I love to do the, you know, the the scrolling chat. It automatically pops up and all that good stuff. So, I don't know. I like that too, chat being on screen. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, Stidwack said, hope you guys are doing well. It was a pleasure meeting you both at Decon. It was a pleasure meeting you too, Stidwack. All I see is your PFP right now, so I don't really... I'm just trying to picture what that looked like. Kyle's BSing you. I I don't remember. (laughs) I I have photographic memory. So if you, if he sends me a pic of like what his face was, I'll actually probably remember it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember faces. Uh, I don't remember. I don't even know if anybody introduced themselves to Stidwack to me. 
so i'm not <laughs> sure yeah there's yeah, a lot of I'm people that, a... like, i've never seen their face before and they which was like so great meeting people but they would come up to me and they'd be like hey chris what's up you know i'm on i'm on uh well they told me like their handle the i'm the guy from the, yeah, the yeah. thing we, we you know the guy from the thing i'm just like <laughs> I've never seen your face before. I don't know who you are. And then they're like, oh, you know, it's me at, you know, 42069 Turtles. And I, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I got a couple of those. I got yeah, a couple of those. I yeah. know you are. Okay, that's cool. But, you know, you've never doxed yourself. So, like, how was I supposed to know? <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I had a lot of anons from Twitter. They're like, yeah, man, I'm double XYZ dash 040X dash ETH dot ETH. And I'm like, sweet <laughs> but uh no uh yeah decon was so fun man um you know I, i'm not very good with names at all and it takes me a while before i remember people's names even like other vv content creators um i had trouble remembering a couple of people's names um there's we i mean we have a lot it's a big community now so yeah um yeah yeah so but it was fun it was a blast and i look forward to going to more events in the future Ayo, me too, man. Me too. And I want to bring my fam next time because uh, I feel like DesignerCon itself was so cool. I didn't even, I never had time to experience the full thing because like we were so like meet people, meet people, meet people, which I wanted. That's why I was there. I was there to meet people. But like DesignerCon was awesome. And I, I didn't really get a chance to like slowly walk around the entire thing because I mean, dude, it would take like the whole, it, it would take you like almost a full day to actually like go to every booth, see what they have to offer and stuff. Like I got to glance. Oh, but. it was so big. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 my heart wants me to bring everybody, but I feel like if I did, it'd be like super exhausting. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I just want to go back to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it, man. I get it. So we are at that hour mark. Uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody who decided to stop by and say hello, drop in chat, um, just watch Lyric, whatever. If you're watching this later, thank you. Uh, go subscribe to Kyle if you're not already. Uh, get them to 20. Go subscribe to Chris. What, what's your next uh, milestone? Is it 20K? 100k 100k okay so you're like you're not going to care about 20k 50k 80k you're not even gonna be like yo thank you for no. the 50k you're just gonna be like no i'm kidding um no i i care about a lot you know i care about every like i know literally like even the bad com comments i get on my channel like i i know everybody and i i look at everybody's comments and you know maybe they have valid points even if it's negative so i i do care about like all the subscribers um and not just like all the positive ones, you know? Yeah. Um, sure. So each number matters to me. It's to me, it's always about, it's always been about community um, from kind of day one. And, and I think that's translated well, like, you, you know, you've been a part of this community for a long time and just as much as long as me. And um, I think that, you know, we being kind of the older content creators, I think that's having a positive effect on the rest of the community. I think people see that, um, and, and that resonates with a lot of people. So, um, yeah, so it's been fun to, to be a part of the process and, uh, that will continue. That's not going to go away. If, if that's a hundred, if I'm at 20, 30, 40, a hundred thousand subscribers, like I'm not going to forget people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it may take me a while to remember people's names, but I won't forget faces and I don't forget, like I remember handles more than I remember people's names. I don't know why, but yeah. You're going to be like an NFT. You're going to be authentic authentic <laughs> we must build to 100k that's, that's i'm such a dj on your channel like when me and you get together i turn into a dj so that's just how <laughs> goes from pro professional kyle to dj and kyle but no yeah, just dj dj that, yeah. that's the fun part of uh that's the fun part of these lives and these maybe podcasts 
um, is, you know, you get to loosen up. People get to like know you a little bit more other than the like, all right, I have 10 minutes to construct this much in a video and I want to present <laughs> it well, you know, so some right, people might right. not care, but like some people are looking for that professionalism, you know, like they, they don't are, want yeah. you to be like, here's what's going on in the market. You know, this is happening and this is happening. Yeah. Thanks. Hit the subscribe. You know, like they want you to be like, this is what's yeah. going on in the VV market, you know, in case so, you, you know, you know, yeah. Which yeah, makes X, sense, y, you know? it, it, it keeps you more alert and keeps you more focused. And then you have to put a lot more effort in, uh, whatever, but these are fun. They're authentic. And you know, we didn't get to talk about this and I don't really want to talk about it uh, right now. We can talk about it next time, but like at the end of the day, AI is going to replace a bunch of us. So the only way to stay ahead of the curve is to be authentic because AI is not going to be authentic. And that's a debate in itself. I lead on the side that AI is never going to be authentic. Um, and that's got what's going to like differentiate like humans and stuff. But like there's already AI content creators that are going to be a, doing a better job at delivering content, editing content and putting out videos than content than human content creators. But that better is, than Cavell. Better than Cavell, yeah, much better than Cavell. Cavell's side business is probably AI. Uh, who who freaking knows? But you know, like I, I don't know. He won't tell me. I asked him like five times, like publicly. Have um, you seen Descript? No. Oh, it, it's pretty sick. Uh, it utilizes AI and will delete all your ums and and like your like spaces in between your video. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. There's a lot. I've seen a lot of cool AI like editing programs as well. But continue, continue. I was like, you had me on, you had me on the seat of my, you know, <laughs> the edge of my seat here. Yeah. So, anyways, all that to say that you can't rely on artificial intelligence for that authenticity. <laughs> you can't. Like, no, like, I was not, laughing at Stidlock's comment. <laughs> they're not, they're not going to personally relate to a computer. So, like, they will relate to people. So, like, People that are like being sellouts and being fake and just like putting out content for the heck of it, they're going to mix in with the AI. Um, and then people that are authentic aren't. And people will find out real quick which ones are which. There's your like your reality check. If you've made it this far in the video and you're still watching for whatever crazy reason, there's your like take that with you and know that you're probably going to be replaced by artificial intelligence in most fields. So find a way to separate yourself. Chris, you took my pick with Reese during I the interview recording after he said, hi, I'm Reese. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> While I think I think that comment's freaking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I died when I read that. <laughs> I'm gonna, we need to screenshot that and like send that to Reese. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna yeah. send that. I'm gonna screenshot that right yeah. now. Actually, everybody smile. <laughs> um, all right, girl. cool. To say butt cheek, butt cheek. Um, now I think that yeah, AI can replace a lot of people. I I, I think that it's going to be very hard for AI to uh, knock off completely content creators. I think it'll have its like place um, in content creation and like a video editing process, thumbnail process, uh, even the content. Like I've experimented a lot with the, the AI um, in, in the actual video too. And it can like basically do text to, to speech and like do like slides and, um, and there's certain apps that do like the avatar, like it looks real. Um, I've seen that too, but like these interactions right here, me and you, um, that's going to be a while because yeah. the art, the, the articulation, <laughs> I, I, I hate that it's even a while, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Well, it, it will, because like yeah. if you get too much AI into the algorithm and, and it's just learning from other AI, it's going to look very unnatural. And, yeah. and, and so it needs humans to learn more. And even these interactions like here, um, 
you know, there, there's so many nuances to AI now long-term. Yes. Like, uh, I still think it's going to take five, probably 10 years for it to like fully be realized uh, at the actual, like, you know, level we're thinking where it's like, it could be two AIs talking to each other. I've seen that in text, like text chat is very easy to do, but to emulate body language, movement, gestures, um, reactions, um, it, it can fake it and it look yeah. really good doing that. But then there's like natural language and, and I don't know, there's so many nuances. It could be shorter. You're right. To your point, it could be very, um, it could be sooner for sure, but it'll be very hard for AI to, to compete for next that. Time, next time we go live, I got some videos to show all of you guys. That's going to blow your mind. Only if people interact with this video and like the video for the YouTube algorithm. <laughs> Only if you refresh the page right now, so it counts as another view. I'm totally count? kidding. I'm just going to keep refreshing. I'd probably we're going to lose like a ton of viewers. I don't know where the little view. It, it'll is. drop for like a second, we're, but then the views yeah. will go up. So yeah, we're, refresh your page. We're ending the stream, anyways. So yeah, go back, click forward, <laughs> come back into the stream. Good morning from Australia. Good, gosh, Aussies, man. All right, You're I'm behind, bro. Yeah, yeah, you got to be like on chat, man. Like. When I'm in chat and I see a con, no offense to my fellow content creators, when I see a content creator like way behind the chat, unless you got like tons of people, I'm just like waiting forever to get to my comments. Like, man, I like it. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, we're gonna end on that. Thank uh, you, everybody. Make sure to like, subscribe. Love you all. Bye.